Welcome to Holy Sow Cow. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about spins. I love spinning in figure skating and I love to watch the classic sit spin, which you never see anymore. I love the classic uh, layback, which again, we rarely see anymore. And um, I even love just a plain old scratch spin. Again, that's only usually seen in the in the early uh, levels of skating, and you you just don't see um, the basics anymore. And I guess that's what I want to talk about. So, if you're new to skating and your skaters out there learning how to spin, they start learning the one foot spin, and or two they start with two and then they quickly get to one foot. And I would say that kids should spend quite a bit of time spinning because over time, their brain gets used to it and they get less dizzy. Unlike, um, you know, when you go out there for the first time, if you try, it'll get super dizzy. Or if a skater takes a break and goes back out there, their brain isn't used to the spinning anymore and then they get very dizzy and it's hard for them to to keep skating. So the... uh, Practicing spinning is something that often can be done without a coach. Um, It's something that a lot of kids overlook because they're so busy trying to get all the jumps or moves in the field. However, the the spins, what what did Philip Mills tell me? He said, spin to win. Emily, that's what he said to my daughter. He said, spin to win. Um, And so I truly believe that, that the spins are moments in programs that can really be dynamic. And oftentimes, uh, if skaters don't have hit the positions uh, really well, they take away from the program. And that's exactly the opposite of what they should be doing. They should be adding to the program. And right now in figure skating, there are so many different levels that you can get in these spins. And uh, you will find as you move up the ranks that you, uh, skaters have to contort themselves into lots of uncomfortable looking positions. And I want to talk about that because I absolutely detest, for me, uncomfortable looking positions. Other people seem to think that they're really pretty. Um, but for example, like uh, uh, Yulia Lipnitskaya, where she would do the Bielman and be completely, you know, in a back split with her head touching her leg. To me, that does not look at all pretty. It looks contortionist and it, it's not something that I find um, enjoyable to watch. Although I'm sure that she gets great points or she got great points for that. And a lot of the Russian skaters are doing those spins now today with extreme flexibility. I also don't like the eye spin, the one where a a skater will grab their skate and pull their leg um, in a split up to the side of their head. Um, I really despise that spin too, because first of all, I really don't want to look at their crotch. It seems wrong on so many levels. And I, so it's not a spin I enjoy. But these spins, they get points. And the variations get points. So you will find that the skater has to hold position two, two and a half, three revolutions to be safe, switch to another position, switch to another position, and then switch to another position in order to get a level four and any pluses of on their GOE on the spin. I have seen skaters that will do, you can get a plus four on spins by doing an excessive amount of rotation. 
Um, so, you know, you can do a, like a 12 revolutions, super fast spin and a, that gets you a little extra points, probably not as much as the variation, but I so much more love watching that than I do the four combo spin. And that's one of the things, if you listen to what my earlier podcast of talking about the, the, where the IJS is failing skating, here's one area because everybody does the same spin. And I really do not love, I, I don't like Bielman's. Um, I just, I just don't, I, 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 I really wish they weren't allowed. <laughs> that's how much I don't like Bielman's. Um, but they are, they're all over uh, women's skating and even in men's skating with Jason Brown and a couple of up and coming skaters are doing them as well. Um, so I would say there's limitations. Not all kids are going to have that kind of flexibility. So I want to talk about that. So there is a lot of pressure, especially in the girls' ranks, and is, you know, that they've got to get this flexibility. And remember, not all bodies are created the same, just like when I talked about in the fluts and the luts. If your body is not flexible enough in the hips or in the shoulder, so you can't grab your skate. So maybe you can do the splits, but you can't grab your skate because your shoulder doesn't allow you to reach back and grab it. Um, you're not going to be able to do these moves. And you're going to score lower, unfortunately, on on the uh, spins. So there are a couple things I think skaters that don't have that flexibility you know, should think about. One, there's only so much you can do to get there. So I have seen tons of injuries, hip flexor injuries, um, back injuries, shoulder injuries from kids just trying to contort themselves. So really be on the lookout for that and realize what your kid can and cannot do. Uh, and don't have them be practicing, over-practicing things that they just, it hurts. Because that's going to hurt way beyond skating. And as I've talked about in, the, in many, of this, um, many of these episodes, skating's going to end. And the last thing you need is a 20-year-old with chronic back problems or chronic hip flexor problems or torn this or that in their hips. I think that was uh, one of the things that um, really has sidelined a lot of skaters is these hip injuries. So think about that. It's not worth it. There are things that skaters can do, I feel, to increase their points. So maybe they don't get a level four in the spin, they get a level three, but they get all plus threes or fours or fives because they do something really cool. Either they spin extremely fast in that spin, it's very centered, they come out of it beautifully, or they do something unique while they're in the spin. And so maybe they really choreograph it to the music and the spin is unique in the sense that it's really going with what the music is saying at that moment and not just spinning to fill a spot. I also hate that, spinning to fill a spot. That drives me crazy. Um, it doesn't look good and it brings no excitement and it just adds, you know, uh, takes away the joy of spinning, which is one of the prettiest things to watch in skating, in my opinion. Um, I love forward and backward camels, but a lot of times I see kids that will do a, you know, a forward camel, then the back camel, and the back camel's really slow. That actually really bothers me too. If you're going to do a forward back camel, they both need to be good. I think to get the good points. 
And also, one of the other things a skater can do to gain a level is they can skin on they can they can spin on both feet. So if you don't have the flexibility, think about learning spins the other direction. Um, um, Sakoto, my. I'm going to say her name wrong. The little Japanese skater who uh, skated to Schindler's List last season. Satoko. I think it's Satoko Mayahara. She she spins on both feet. She gets a level for that. So that's pretty cool. So, you know, maybe that's uh, also another way to get um, additional uh, points without having to do contortions. So that's my that's my rant on spinning. Um, have your kids spin just as much as they're jumping. Have them really learn how to center those spins and make them fast. Those will give them extra free points in the program. And actually, there's you know a lot less risk in a spin than there is in the jump. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and see you next time. <laughs>